0: God bless you. This is Pastor David Rahel. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. Uh, we've been away for a couple of days. We've been busy just speaking a word and preparing our hearts for a new season, but we are thankful that God has given us the opportunity to connect with you, uh, that we have crossed paths. Uh, we love you. We're praying for you. We're believing God for with you, which uh, is believing that God's going to finish what he has begun. There's a good thing that's happening in the midst of us. For the Bible says every good and perfect gift comes from above. Amen. So uh, we serve a God of miracles. We serve a God of mercy and grace and I want you to be encouraged today. Um, doesn't matter what we're going through. It doesn't change the fact that God is faithful and He's still on His throne. And if we can reach to Him, we can reach out to Him and connect with Him through His Word, through prayer, through the church, Uh, man, God can do mighty things for The Bible says he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. If you can, if you can think of a blessing, God says, if you allow me to, he can take it far beyond what you've ever imagined. Uh, I believe in that. I, have experienced that. I thank God for that. So, uh, we thank God for this time. Um, if you haven't uh, connected with us yet, uh, Dave Rangel Ministries is on Facebook if you can look us up on David Rahel Ministries on Facebook or even at our church page, Faith World Church. That's right. We started our church. Uh, we have a, a church online. You want to connect with us. You want to be part of the body of Christ that God is connecting with our ministry. Uh, please connect with us. Let us know that you're listening. Let us know we're going to be uh, we're on every Sunday at 5 p.m. Texas Central Time. Uh, and we are every Thursday at 7 p.m. here in Texas, Central Time, uh, live. We're going live uh, on our Facebook page, on our David Rangel Ministries page. So if you haven't yet, please connect with us. Look for us. Um, There's a word. Uh, We're preaching a word of God, and we're teaching what God has placed in our hearts. So Thank you so much for your time. Let us pray. Father, we want to bless you. We want to thank you for this time. Thank you for this opportunity that you've given us. I ask you, Lord, that you speak to us, that you lead us, that you encourage us, that you give us, Father God, a word of hope. Father God, instruct us and give us revelation through your word that we may be able to be all that you've called us to be and that we may be able to experience, Father God, all that you have for us. For you are a mighty God. You're a God of blessing. You're a God full of mercy and grace. And we thank you for that, God. Because it's not, we are not what we've been through. We are what you've called us to be, Lord Jesus, and we give you the praise for that. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. I want to talk to you about open doors today. Open doors is my title uh, for this teaching today. And I'm just going to give you a couple of minutes uh, and I'll go as far as I can go uh, with this teaching. Open doors. Doors are meant for access and for Protection. Doors are just like gates. They are meant to either take get keep something out of it, out of a certain place, or to have access to get into a place. Uh, you go through doors every day. Uh, you have doors in your home. You have a door to your uh, to the uh, to the front door of your home. The front the door of your bedroom. Uh, the door of your car. You got to get out of your car. You got to open that door to get into your car in order to have the uh, the benefits of that car. Uh, you you got to you've got to enter doors. So I want to talk about open doors today. The first part, the first kind of door I want to talk to you about is physical doors. A physical door. And in, in order for a door, a physical door that's in front of you, you either got to push it or you got to pull on it. Uh, you go to a a place that uh, you either go in or you go out, but you got to push or you got to pull. I want you to go with me to uh, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 1 through verse 3, and we'll start right there. It says, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and of our Savior Jesus Christ. He's talking to you and I because we have obtained the same kind of precious faith like the apostle Peter received. Why? Because the Bible says in Romans 10, 17, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That is the same kind of faith that the Apostle Peter and Paul and uh, the disciples received. That's the same kind of faith. Why? Because we also, like them, are listening and paying and connecting and paying attention to the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God, Romans 10, verse 17 says. So he's talking to you and me because we have the same precious faith. Watch what he says in verse 2 and 3. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and and of Jesus our Lord. Grace and peace be multiplied. He's given you a grace uh, when you got saved. He's given you a grace even uh, living through life. He's given you a peace. That word peace means blessing and Prosperity and even peace of mind. Grace means abilities. He's given you a protection. So there's a grace and a peace of God that he's given to us. But watch what the scripture says in verse two of Second Peter chapter one. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. There is a multiplication of the grace of God and of the peace of God in your life that will begin to multiply and grow, if you will, it will begin to magnify. God's given you a grace when you got saved. God gives given you peace of mind when you're connecting with Him. But as you gain more wisdom and revelation and knowledge uh, through His Word, through His uh, revelation, through His uh, His His Logos Word, the written Word of God, as we connect with the Word of God and and He begins to. Transform our lives according to Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. He says, be not conformed to the world. Don't try to fit in. The word conform means fit in. Don't try to fit into the world, but be transformed. Transformation. Uh, metamorphosis. Uh, there's like a cocoon. A caterpillar makes a cocoon and, and and he goes in one way, but he comes out another way. That's the same way it happens to you and I. We are being transformed. There is a transformation coming in our lives as we get connected to the knowledge of God. That's why it's important. Grace and peace can grow. That's why you see the grace of God in somebody and they make it look so easy. They might be going through trouble and trials and situations and it makes it, they make it seem so easy. It's not so much that it's easy. It's that the grace of God and the peace of God, the ability of God in their lives has multiplied it, has multiplied over their lives because they are connecting to the word of God. And that word is like for you and for me. It's the same. It gives us the same result. Listen to what verse 3 says. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things. Watch this. He's given. He's given. He. It does not say he will give it to you. It says he has given to you. What? He's given to you all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Watch how he gives it to us. Through the knowledge of him that have called us to glory and virtue. So everything that pertains to life, health, money, relationships, position, possessions, all that God says, I've given you the best. It's available for you. Everything that pertains to godliness, uh, holiness, faith, peace, uh, wisdom, understanding, knowledge, revelation, authority, power, anointing, all these things that pertain to the godly uh, lifestyle, as well as the natural lifestyle. God says he's already given it to us. How are we to connect with that? What are you saying, pastor? All that's already mine? Yeah. As as a matter of fact, the scripture says in Deuteronomy 28, when you obey the voice of the Lord, your God, all these things shall come on thee and overtake thee. As a matter of fact, you don't have to look for happiness. Happiness will look for you when you are connected with God. You don't have to look for relationships. God says, if you seek me, if you serve me, I'll take care of your relationships. I will put your life together. I will lead you and guide you. You don't have to look for a house. You don't have to look for a job. You don't have to look. Yes, I'm not saying be lazy and stay at home. Go out, make applications, go meet people. But your, your main concern is to seek the Lord and to get connected to his word. He will lead you. He will guide you. And Deuteronomy says, if you listen to the voice of the Lord, your God, and put to practice what you're listening to, obedience, the word of God says, all these blessings shall come on thee. You see, it's not that you are, to, you are called to look for blessing. God says, if you seek me and if you connect with me, the blessing will look for you. I'm talking to somebody today. Because we can get, and we have, and there's a moment, and we're, we're. I've talked to so many people that have so many questions, okay, I'm frustrated, I'm tired of staying, I'm tired of doing, I can't do it, I can't find a way, I can't do this, and my response to that is get connected to God. Get connected to God, get into his word, get into, get plugged into the church. We are the church, get plugged into the word of God. The Bible says, Jesus said it in the book of Matthew, be careful what you listen to, because what you're listening to is growing on the inside of you. Could it be that we are paying attention to all the chaos and we're, we're, we're focusing on all the negativity and we are putting all our attention and all our forces and all our strengths on all these things that are coming against us, and we're not listening to the voice of God, to the word of God. For the Bible says, again, Matthew says that Jesus declares this. Whatever you hear is what's growing in you. So be careful what you're listening to. is Because your ear is your faith gate. Therefore, if you're listening to the word of God, faith is growing on the inside of you. But if you're listening to the, to the problem, if you're, if you're, if all you're listening to is the mistake, if all you're putting your attention on is your past, your mistake, your, your issues, your problems, your trials, if you're listening to the voices of man and the world and the enemy and all this negativity and people are saying, you ain't gonna make it. Your time is over. You messed it up too bad. If all you're listening to is that, guess what's growing on the inside of you? Negativity. Dead. That's why there are people that listen to negativity and they're walking in dead relationships. They are working in dead jobs. They have dead-end lives. There's no, there's no progress. You can walk and work and never progress. But I'm here to tell you that there's a word and there is revelation that will release the things that pertain to life and godliness. For God has, has already given it to us. How? Through the faith of God through faith in Jesus Christ. All right, physical doors. Let's go to Matthew chapter sixteen, please. Matthew chapter sixteen, and let's begin to let's begin uh, our teaching today. I'm speaking on open doors. I don't know about you, but I, I I want my doors to open. I want my blessings to. I want okay, God. It's uh, we've gone through this time. We've been through all these situations. All right, Lord, it's time to move. I don't want to die in a situation that God had called me to just walk through it. Do not die in a a season when God has called you to walk through it. I'm talking to somebody today. Because the enemy has said, you ain't never going to make it. It's It's over. You already tried it. It's not for you. You're not called to have victory. You're not called. You're not made to have a good job. You're not made to make good money. You're not made to be happy. That's not for you. Your time is over. You messed it up already. That's a lie of the enemy and of the world. God says, this is a new day. This is a day of mercy. This is a day of grace. This is a day and of an opportunity today could be the beginning of the best days of your life if you apply to the word of God. You see, the enemy would, only, would always want you to remember your past. But the word of God is telling me about our future. For the Bible says that Paul, in the book of Philippians chapter 3, he says, but I do one thing, forgetting these th- those things which are behind, I press toward the, f- the mark of the high calling, which is found in Christ Jesus. Watch this. I do one thing. I forget the past. I'm talking to some people today. You got to forget the past, whether it was good or bad. You see th- th- You can spend your day today rehearsing what happened yesterday, and God can rob you of your tomorrow. He can make you waste your time today thinking of your past and your tomorrow is no more. But I'm here to let you know that if if you put your mind on the Lord, if you renew your mind daily in the Word of God, daily prayer, daily encourage yourself. The Bible says, whatever man thinketh in his heart, so is he. It doesn't matter what people say about you. What do you believe about yourself? What are you saying about yourself? Are you Are you listening to what God says about you? God has called you to be the head and not the tail. He's called you to be above and not beneath. He's called you to be the blessing in the field, a blessing uh, in the house, a blessing on the job, a blessing in your car, a blessing in the job, a, a, at the store. Blessings should come all around us. What is it that you're thinking about? Who? How do you see yourself? Who who are you? Identify with what God says you are. He says, "He, I've given you, I've given you everything that pertains to life and godliness in the name of Jesus. Watch this. Oh my God. It looks like I might just uh, go get through half of it. Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 through 19. Watch what the scripture says. When Jesus came to the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, whom do men say that, 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 that I, the son of man am? Jesus asked the question to his disciples. Who are what? What are they saying about me out there in the world? What are they saying? And they said, the disciples said, some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah, and one of the one of the prophets. And then he said unto them, But whom say ye that I am? You see, here's here's an insight. You see, everybody's got an opinion of everything i can I can imagine that people that are listening to our podcast and like, Man, i mean like, I like this I don't like this I have this or uh, I don't like his raspy voice or I don't like this or or I love the way hey, hey, see there's a lot of opinions there's a lot of opinions in men. but my concern about and my concern is not not the ones that are watching from a distance I want to know what do you think about me because you're walking with me you're starting to know me. You're starting to know who I am, what I am, what I do, who am I? You're starting to understand our principles, our, our purpose, our agenda, our lifestyle. That's what Jesus said. He told the disciples, okay, forget about what they say. What do, who do you say? That's something that you need to be aware of. Forget about what people are saying about you. Every my, my father, who's gone to be with the Lord, he said something a long, long time ago, and I'll never forget it. I didn't understand it then, but I understand it now. He says, every head is a world. Every mind is a world and every and every world's got an opinion. So if we're going to be living our lives trying to, to please and fit into the opinions of people, you'll never live the life that God called you to live. But if you begin to understand and identify and connect with the purpose of God in your life and understand that God's got good things in store for you, He's got the best in store for you. The Bible says in Jeremiah 29, 11, those thoughts, the good thoughts that I think toward you, say of the Lord, are thoughts of good and not of evil and to give you an expected end. There is a best thing. There's a good thing that he's prepared for you and he's thinking good things about you. See, the problem is the enemy wants you to think negativity. See, but let's start thinking the way God thinks about us. If I can see myself the way God sees me, that's why we're getting into the word of God because the word is revealing how he sees us. As a matter of fact, the word of God calls him, the the Bible says that the word of God is like a mirror. Like when you begin to understand and start to look into this, you start to be, God begins to show you, okay, this is where I want, this is where I want to work in your life. I want to work in your, in that anger that you have. I want to work in that, in that broken heart. I want to work in that confused mind. I want to work in that broken dream, that dried up dream. I want to work in that, I, I want to touch that part in your life That is dying on the inside, and I want to give it life. That's what Jesus says. And watch what he says. And so so he asked the question Who do you say that I am? Jesus answered, uh, and Jesus answered and said unto him, uh, I'm sorry, goes on to say, and Simon Peter answered and said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. God Simon Peter got a revelation of who God was in his life. That's something that you, you and I need to understand. Get to know and get to understand that the God that you serve and the one you're, you're connecting to, he's a good God. He's a, he's a powerful God. He's a merciful God. He's a loving God. Could it be that God has released his forgiveness, but you have not forgiven yourself? Could it be that God has given mercy, and yet you're still the one uh, weighing down and saying, oh, "Woe is me! I, I messed up. I don't deserve." You got to release that. God did not call you to carry burdens. He told you to go and release it to Him. For the Bible says, Jesus said, "All thee that are 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 burdened and heavy laden, I will come unto me, and I will give you rest." You see, when you connect with the things of God, and when you connect with God Himself, there's a way of living. That he's got that is so much more easier, and the weight can be lifted up because he will carry it. All we have to do is obey. Simon Peter says, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjonas, for flesh and blood had not revealed it unto thee, but my father which is in heaven. Here's what I need to here's what I need to share with you right here. Here's what I need to share. In order for you to go into a new door. You gotta, you gotta, your, your mindset, your, your expectation has gotta come from God and not from man. For the Bible says, Cursed is every man that trusts in the arms of man, but blessed is he who trusts in his God. Is he your God today? Is he your savior? Is he your answer? Is he your strength? Is he your friend? Do you know him as a as a as a healer? Do you do you recognize him as as the one who is going to lead you? Is he your leader in your life? Or are you going to do your own thing expecting for God to bless what you want? You see, that's something that we need to identify. Do you know who he is? Because if you don't know him, doors cannot be open. Doors can't be open. Watch what he says now. He goes on to say, And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be, bo- shall be loosed in heaven. Whatever you loose." shall be loosed in heaven. Whatever you bind shall be bound in heaven. Why? Because God says, I've given you the authority. I've given you an answer. I've given you a word. I've given you a purpose. I've given you my spirit. I've given you my power. Now do something with it. Do something with it. These are physical. These are these are doors that are considered physical. Whatever, you got to do something in order for doors to open. This This is what you call applied force you got to bind some. you got to loose some. you got to release the blessing of God in order for the blessing to be released in heaven. Why? Because he's given you the authority he's given you. Somebody might say, but he's God. Yes, he is. But he already did everything he needed to do. For Amos chapter 3, verse 7, the Bible says, and if you go back and read it, he says, for the Lord God will do nothing but reveal his secrets unto his servants, the prophets. He ain't going to do nothing else. Why? He already did it. He just wants to give you the keys. And he wants to give you the power so that you... Can walk and be and do all that God has called you to do. Applied forces. This is an applied force. This is something that needs to be applied. Watch what Matthew chapter 11, verse 12 says. Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. The scripture says now, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. Applied force the kingdom of god there's a kingdom of god in you and in me and we are being attacked by the world the mindset of the, uh, the enemy the flesh the system of the world and yet god says but watch this and from the days of john the baptist until now the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and the violent take it by force you have to be violent with what you're believing god for you have to be violent in your faith. You have to be violent in your relationship. You have to make up your mindset. I'm God by God's grace and by and by God's ways, this relationship is going to work. This job, I'm going to succeed in it. This money, it's going to prosper in my hands. My opportunity, it's going to do me good by God's grace, by God's ways. I'm going to apply myself. I'm going to apply my faith and it's going to work out. In the name of Jesus, applied force. Applied force. I'm going to leave you with that, just so you can meditate. We're talking about open doors, open doors. I'm going to continue this series uh, because I believe it's important. Because there are several doors that the, that that the scripture shows us that we need to identify. Because sometimes there are doors that are according to the season and the time. You might you might there, there, you can you can have a good opportunity and do it in the wrong timing and mess it all up. So uh, I'm going to give you just a list. There are what you call code doors, that you do certain things in order for doors to be open. There, there is now what we call faith doors, that as you take action on the convictions that you have and the word of God that's in you and the promises of God, it'll open up for you. The word of God calls, and there are uh, what we call timing doors. Times, uh, Timing doors. Seasons in which you're, you're supposed to do something. Ecclesiastes talks about there's a time and a season for everything. So I will continue this teaching uh, next time. But open doors. God wants to do great things. There's a door that's set before you. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Let me tell you the way God told me one day while I was meditating on that. I am, I am the way. I want to show you a way. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I'm going to show you a way that's going to lead you to truth. And when you tap into this truth, you're going to be able to live abundant life, a blessed life. He, there is a way that will lead us to truth. What is his way? It's God's way. It's his word. And that's going to give us truth and revelation that will, that will release a manifestation of an abundant life. There is a life that God has for you that's so much better than the life that the world offers you. I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to love you. I'm here to pray for you. We are. We're praying for you every day. We've got you in our mind. We've got you in our prayers. And we want to let you know that God is with you. And if God be for us, who can be against us? Let me pray for you right now. Father, I thank you, Lord, for the hearing. Thank you, God, for this time that you've given us. Lord, I ask you, Lord, that you lead us, you guide us, that you you just show us a way, Father God, that we may be discerning of your voice. That many voices in these days, Father God, that we can pay attention to. But Lord, we understand and we have comprehended that the, that the only voice that, that is so important to us to, uh, to, uh, to listen to is your voice. For Revelation says, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the church. God, trust us with a voice. Trust us with guidance. Trust us with opportunity. Trust us with open doors. Father God, close doors that need to be closed. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, for we believe in your word and we know that the best is yet upon us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you today.